So now I'm celebrating those lead goals too. So drinking a gallon of water, success. Training three times per week, success. Getting that protein in, that's a win. You know, making a sales call, that's a win. Anything that I am doing that I have set as a goal to help me get to that lag goal. And it makes such a big difference, such a big difference, because now I'm allowing myself to feel joy and gratitude at every step. You're listening to Product Powerhouse, a podcast to inspire and empower you while you build a powerful product-based business that fuels your passion and feeds your family. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I run an e-commerce web design agency that helps shop owners build, grow, and scale. This podcast is all about actionable strategies specifically for your product-based business. So friend, grab a nice coffee and let's chat because DIYing your business doesn't mean you have to do it alone. Hey friends, happy podcast day. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Product Powerhouse podcast. It is me, Erin, the one who rambles and loves talking to you. <laughs> Today, I am really excited to record an episode about celebrating wins, the power of celebrating small wins, because let me tell you, it is easy to celebrate the big things, right? So easy. And if you're like me, progress and achievement are constant priorities. And so I'm always working towards the next big thing, always pushing to reach the next milestone and always working towards that next goal, like forever in my life, right? Nothing is ever done. But lately I've learned a really powerful lesson in finding joy and peace and contentment in tandem with that pursuit, which is not something I never thought I would say. But do you want to know what the secret is? It's celebrating small wins. Okay, so for me, I'm an Enneagram 3, which is like the achiever, the performer, like always going for the next thing. And that constant pursuit of striving for the next big thing has truly never been joyous. It's like when you hit a goal, you're just like, okay, what next? (laughs) And as someone who loves goal setting and let's be more real goal achieving, you would think that that pursuit would give me life and bring me joy, but really not so much. Getting to the end result, getting to the end of a goal, it's just like, but yeah, but I could have done more. So this is a shift. So, and I've always loved celebrating those big milestones, but I would also feel an underlying pang of discontent. And I'd find myself asking what next? And not in an excited way, but in an okay, I got to do this again kind of way. And I was exhausted and tired and insanely burnt out. And I had almost no idea like what the next thing would be. Especially last early summer in 2021, I really had this like, I have no idea what is next. Do this thing and then what? I, I don't know. I really don't know. This is something I've had to, you know, work through. Earlier this year, I was hospitalized, which I've talked about before. I was in the hospital for 10 days and then I was home laying in bed for 10 days. And those 20 days were so life-changing. My focus shifted drastically. Like what I thought about and what I was 
feeling really, really shifted. And it was almost like I got a fresh pair of glasses or like I could finally see the edges of trees. I don't know if you wear glasses or contacts and you've ever gone too long without getting your eyes checked. It was like that because a few years ago I had, I finally went in and got my eyes checked and my eyes had changed so much and I got new contacts. The first time I like went through the drive through of McDonald's or wherever, and I actually could read the menu without having to squint, like it brought tears to my eyes because I was like, I didn't realize how much I was living with this like blurry vision until I was out of it. So after I was in the hospital, it was like my brain got completely rewired. I felt so much excitement and peace about where I was in life and what I had actually accomplished and where I was going. And I thought a lot about what I have actually done. I'm someone who really focuses on the things that I didn't do. Like the whole house could be clean and I'd be like, yeah, but I forgot to take the trash out. (laughs) Or, you know, everything is finished. And I'm like, oh, I missed a period in that sentence. You know, whatever the thing is, like those little things I miss, that was me. Always focus on what I didn't do right. So, you know, over the years of entrepreneurship, I have been celebrating my achievements at every milestone. You know, when I had my first $5,000 a month, I celebrated. I think I actually like yelled, I did it (laughs) when I had my first $5,000 a month. So that was a goal I was working towards for a long time in my business. And then I had my first 10K month and then I had my first 20K month and my first six figure year and all of those things I have celebrated. So even though I had celebrated my achievements at every milestone, it felt like I was actually appreciating everything I had done for the first time when I was in the hospital and I had this like shift in my mindset. And it wasn't that I was looking back on all the goals I had completed. It was like that for the first time I saw and appreciated the daily efforts and the little things and the stepping stones of a project in my own life, like with my children. I mean, as you know, you're listening, you're probably a mom. There's a lot of little things for parenting, you know, making sure they take a bath and brush their teeth and have clean clothes and eat a good meal and take their vitamins and there's a lot of little things in parenting. And at the end of the day, we forget that. We're like, well, they're still alive. We've done a good job. (laughs) But there are a lot of little steps. There's a lot of boxes to be checked. There's a lot of stepping stones. And so I started to really see those. And for the first time, I started celebrating all of those. It was powerful. And I never want to go back to only living for the goals and only focused on what I did do and only resting and finding peace for like those tiny moments between achievements. I think for the first time, I really saw that my success was really my progress over the last six years. Not the boxes I ticked, not the things I crossed off my to-do list, but like my progress as a human. I saw this great article from the Harvard Business Review, and they describe this amazing thing called the progress principle. And they write, 
Of all the things that can boost emotions, motivation, and perceptions during a workday, the single most important is making progress in meaningful work. And the more frequently people experience that sense of progress, the more likely they are to be creatively productive in the long run. Whether they are trying to solve a major scientific mystery or simply produce a high quality product or service, Everyday progress, even a small win, can make all the difference in how they feel and perform. So it's not just the achievement itself that counts. It's the daily progress. It's the checklist, the steps taken consistently one after the other. And so I'm asking myself and asking you, how can we celebrate more small wins? How can we celebrate each step? taken as it comes and weaving in more celebration and more joy into our lives as we make progress towards a goal. Okay, so my answer might sound a little bit nerdy, but bear with me. (laughs) So the question is, how can we celebrate more? And I think that's by measuring and celebrating lead goals and lag goals. So I'll explain. No matter what momentous goal you're setting out to achieve, it's important to set and track both lead goals and lag goals or lead indicators and lag indicators. So the difference is lag indicators measure whether or not a goal has been achieved, while lead indicators measure whether or not you're on track to hit that goal. And lag goals are somewhat outside of your control, while lead goals are in your control. And I have talked with Jessica Ely about this on another podcast episode. So if you want to go back, that is episode number 77. But let's say, for example, you are wanting to run a half marathon. Your lag goal is whether or not you complete the half marathon. Your lead goals could be training three times per week for three months or drinking a gallon of water per day for one month leading up to the race or getting at least 120 grams of protein in per day. These are things within your control that you can do. And then completing them increases your chances of succeeding and accomplishing your lag goal, which is finishing that race. In business, we'll say like, I want to make $10,000 as a lag goal. And in lead goal would be I need to make two sales calls every single day in order to hit that lag goal or, you know, post, send five emails this week would be a great example. Historically, myself and probably you, we've only celebrated those lag goals. You never really celebrate until you cross the finish line. Because of that, I've always found myself looking for that next finish line right after completing the race which the celebration felt good and I felt joy in that moment, but I knew I wouldn't feel it again for a while until I crossed another goal or another finish line. So now I'm celebrating those lead goals too. So drinking a gallon of water, success. Training three times per week, success. Getting that protein in, that's a win. You know, making a sales call, that's a win. Anything that I am doing that I have set as a goal to help me get to that lag goal. And it makes such a big difference, such a big difference, because now I'm allowing myself to feel joy and gratitude at every step along the way. So even if I didn't reach the finish line yet, I am celebrating the progress, not just the achievement. Here are some ways that I celebrate small means when I accomplish them. 
Taking myself out on a solo date, that's a big one when you're a mom. I feel bad because sometimes I just want to get away from my kids and my husband and go shopping or just browse through the store. It doesn't matter. I love going to Marshall's. Just let me walk through Marshall's for an hour and I'll be and I'll be good. That's a great way to celebrate. I also love paddleboarding, so going out to the lake, just listening to my audiobook with my little wa- waterproof speaker, paddleboarding, beautiful. Honestly, sometimes sitting on the side of the lake is good enough for me. I like crave being near the water. Taking myself out for coffee and a chocolate croissant from Starbucks, that's a big celebration around here. <laughs> I will do that often. Other ways I like to celebrate, it would be like buying a new book from the little bookstore. My town has like a cafe with a bookstore in it and buying a book from the bookstore is a great win instead of like waiting for it at the library. That's a nice way to celebrate. I know for other people, they might schedule a massage, get a manicure or a pedicure. Those aren't... (laughs) Those aren't necessarily celebrations for me because I do not like being touched. Although I did go and get a massage for the first time in five years this week, which was, it was great. It's just like the buildup in my head of like, oh, a person you don't know is going to touch you. Although I did, I do kind of know her, but anyways, (laughs) those are great ones. Another way to celebrate might be taking a bath, lighting a candle, watching your favorite show. There's a lot of ways to celebrate these little things. And I would love to hear how you will celebrate your small wins. So if you want to send me a DM, that would be wonderful. Think about how you will celebrate your small wins and maybe even make a list of ways that you could celebrate. And also ask yourself, how will you start redefining your version of success and accomplishment It doesn't have to happen when you cross that finish line. It can happen along the way and it should happen along the way because it makes a journey so much more fun. I can tell you that from experience. So I'm really excited and I hope you will take some time this weekend to celebrate, celebrate whatever small wins you have accomplished, whether it was taking out the trash or landing a new client you deserve to celebrate those things. Well, friends, that's all I have for you on today's podcast. It's one that's short and sweet, but it's left me with a huge smile on my face. So I hope you into this episode with a big smile on your face. Tag me when you're celebrating. You know, when you go get your coffee and you're in the chocolate croissant from Starbucks, tag me to tell me what you're celebrating. That would be so much fun. And I will see you on another episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse podcast. It means so much to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It's my favorite thing to create, and I am so grateful that you've taken the time to listen. If you enjoyed this podcast or you have listened to other episodes and enjoyed those, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me get the show out to more people just like you who are out there trying to grow their own product-based business.